This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Y-Tune Shuffle, it's the music that informs our lives. The rules here are that there are no rules other than just bring in your music, mm. hit play. We... And then we get to pick your brain about why those songs. What? As I walk through the valley where oh, I it's Weird Al. It's Weird Al. It's Weird Al. Like, honestly, Weird Al was the only thing I listened to in middle school. Like, I, I get confused for him, too. Like, besides Kenny G, like, oh, you look like Weird Al. Welcome to Y-Tune Shuffle, a celebration of the music that inspires our lives. With your hosts, comedian and radio personality, Maggie Mayfield, and Hollywood's secret weapon, David Earl Waterman. This is Y-Tune Shuffle. This is a show called Y-Tune Shuffle. My name is Maggie Mayfield, your host. Sitting next to me, David Earl Waterman, a.k.a. Hollywood Secret Weapon. Don't let it out. And he has done it again and brought with him... I, can I even say a high school classmate? Yes, actress, performer, Mia Korf. Welcome to the show, alma mater. Thank yeah, you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for ha- having me. Thank you and so much. You, New York, right? Yeah, we're it, from Ithaca, New York. That's right. Born and raised Ithaca, New York. Uh huh. We'll always be home. Have you guys stayed in contact all throughout? No. And you just kind of reconnected recently. What is your fondest memory of me? <laughs> From high school. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Um, there are none. You know what? No, there was you. there was just like I have vague memories of just this incredible class clown kind of character. God lover. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Really? Like it was a yeah. It was a it was a positive, not a negative feel. You know what I mean? Like it was you were a positive presence for sure. Well, I felt like a class clown kind of guy. That's very nice of you to say. Yes. And I was insecure. Uh, I Who battled. Wasn't? At, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Most people. I battled with acne. I have very little memory of Ithaca High School. Really? I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I smoked a lot of pot. I learned how to smoke <laughs> pot in high school. <laughs> I drove a, a 1971 Pontiac Le Mans 350 four-barrel engine. Yeah. <clears throat> I got booted out of school for smoking <laughs> pot in upstate New York. So Mia, I, what? Mia was the cool. Mia was like, what the oh, hell? You isn't were, this so you're funny? An honor student, Such a right? different uh perspective i would never have talked to me yeah it was super nerdy brainiac i was a brainiac i was no kidding total brainiac upholding that asian stereotype all to myself yeah and then 97 percent white had a wasp high school Um, but honestly it was not really easy i mean there was uh certainly a way in which i felt other yeah, for sure. Well, just that, you know, there weren't people around that looked like me. And, you know, that's such a time in your life when you so desperately want to fit in. And I always felt different. And I always was aware of being different. What happened right after high school? Did you go to college? I did. I went to Cornell University. Nice. Yes. My dad was a professor there. All, our, all the kids, we all went there. Oh. And then to New York and then Hollywood. So you, you ended up in Ithaca because of your dad getting hired at Cornell. Yeah, well, my you dad... You were born in Ithaca. Yes, yes, 100%. Um, my dad actually started as an undergraduate at Cornell when he was 16 or 17 or something, and then he just stayed. And where's he from, Binghamton? No, he's from all over, like, New York and... Okay, so he's um, downstate New York. Yeah, okay. like Westchester and ah, okay. like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just getting to know Mia, really. Actually, <laughs> you know, we, we, we definitely... We did we, hook up... Um, we went out for tea once. That's right. I'm going to say it was anyway eight years ago, probably. Yeah. Yep. And we were like, how come we haven't hung out before? 
and it's like if you could go back to high school uh-huh. and realize like who your who people were going to end up as, you yeah. would picked your friends differently. Uh, you yeah, it's absolutely true. Don't you it's, think? Yeah, yeah. I I, the Chris Coach, I would have hung around with. Oh him, yeah, know. cool guy. Luckily, I got Dana Alling. Oh, you were in a band with Dana. I was. Yeah, these are names from the high and school. Lockie Kashishaglu. Lockie Kashishaglu, who's down in San Diego. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever see him? Um, he we got together for coffee once. We you know Facebook. We keep I in know, touch. Well, we'll get together sometime real soon. Okay. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really happen, does it? Yeah, unfortunately. Wow. Until something like this rolls around and I get a message from Dave, come be on the podcast. And yes. I'm so tickled God. and we're so happy to have you. So college oh, and then some you. big stuff happened for you. Like you studied theater, um, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did uh, at Cornell. I mean, I got the theater bug in high school. Right. And then studied very seriously at Cornell, got mm-hmm. very into theater. And... Then something rather traumatic happened halfway through my senior year at Cornell. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to Manhattan and getting a job the day I moved there. And then things happened so lightning fast. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I was being flown out to L.A. and da da da, da and five million people trying to sign me. And mm-hmm. it happened very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then I had a really um, lovely stage career in New York. And then came to L.A. and had a fantastic television career i did tv in new york as well i was on soap for a while um and then um life happens and mm-hmm. now i'm here doing other things you have a daughter so i do 17 yeah. year old daughter Jeez. i know what's her name matea matea yes beautiful matea mm-hmm. with the same color hair as you <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like we are going to elaborate on that very Cliff Notes version timeline that you just gave us. Right. So if okay. we can dive right into the songs. Oh my That's that the guys, good? First of all, can I just say, asking someone like me to pick five songs, it's like Sophie's choice. I mean, how can I pick freaking five songs? Music is such a huge part of how I was raised, who I am, how I move through the world. So I just want to say as a sort of precursor, the songs I chose are sort of emblematic or representative of times in my life They're, the songs okay. themselves are important but sometimes it's more the artist or you'll see you shall see well i'm glad that you said that mia because david has some power in his hands today because as we go through these five songs that you've chosen i've done mm-hmm. research on every single one of them so i have <gasps> nice little ytunes nuggets oh my so gosh. at any time when dave is like i want to drop the nugget on that one then okay, i have some information and yeah. then we won't get to all five of them because it'll just I think clutter up the show, but nugget, oh, nugget, nugget, wise. Oh, nugget, nugget, wise. Oh, nugget, nugget wise. Yeah. Nugget wise. Okay. Good. But um, all five nuggets will be posted on our social media pages oh, after the release fun. of the episode. So, so without further ado, oh boy, I gotta tell you why I picked this first one. Song number one. <laughs> Go red. Mm. Once an immigrant, always an immigrant. Hey, look, instead of a shampoo, she's been brainwashed. Stop it. She's given a Puerto Rico and now she's queer for Uncle Sam. Oh, no. That's not true. Puerto Rico, my heart's devotion. Let it sink back in the ocean. <laughs> Always the hurricanes blowing. Always the population growing. <laughs> Both Mia and David are lip syncing this. And the sunlight streaming. (laughs) And the natives steaming. I like the island Manhattan. I know you don't. Smoke 
talk oh, about this. Back? Oh, it's the beginning for me, man. Yeah. This is this is everything for me. So, when Dave and I were in high school, it's a very famed production of this. Oh my God! Which was a huge pivot point in my life. Uh huh. I think we were in tenth grade. Seniors. West Side Story. No, 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 honey. No, 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 no. See, I don't remember. I was, I think, fifteen. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. It was really interesting time for me personally because I had been totally flying onto the radar, just geeking out with my big glasses and my stringy hair and my, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was cast as Anita, which is a very um, mature sexual character. Mm-hmm. If you didn't recognize it, this is West Side, West Side Story. Story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it was sort of the perfect storm for me. I had been kind of quietly gestating uh, years and years and years at that point of uh, musical training, a lot of dance training. Wow. And uh, it's an interesting thing, I think, for children, especially when you intensely study classical music as a child, you sort of are introduced to the concept and, you know, on a really visceral level of passion before you really know what it is. You're playing with all this passion. And... um, It just kind of exploded. It all kind of came together for me at this time. Mm -hmm. And um, I went from being sort of flying under the radar to pretty out, pretty visible. um, In school, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, sort of at that time in your life, you know, you're very, you're very aware of social structures. Yeah. And um, when I was listening to this and thinking about like, you know, sort of major pivot point in my life. I was starting to think, really listening to the lyrics again. I thought, okay, I have to pick this song because, and not to get too political, I swear I won't get too political on this show. Just go for but, it. Okay. Yeah. This, this is everything's cool. I mean, this is a song sung by immigrants. Uh-huh. It is about the immigrant experience in America. The song both, you know, has wonderful things to say about America and horrible things to say about America. Sure. But... It was first performed on the Broadway stage in 1957. Mm -hmm. And here we are, 60 years later, we're building a wall. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about DACA and our dreamers and ICE and what's going on, and the lyrics are still so relevant. Yeah. And um, I did pick the song for a third reason. (laughs) I haven't forgiven Dave for not auditioning. Look at him. He's... You like know, kids. His tail between his legs. It's, talk, it's taken us this long you to know. really work in entertainment together. Yes. Oh, it, it wow. has. Yeah, we're doing it. We're actually doing it. Who knows what might have happened? Because I know this. I know this musical has a very soft spot, special place in yeah. his heart. Well, you talk about that often, Dave. Uh, yeah, uh, and and close people close to me know that I know every word. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. not just the lyrics to the to the songs, but every single word of every the character dialoguing. all the way through. Yeah. My oh. dad was in an Ithaca High School production in 1969, 70. Oh, that first production yeah. that people still talk about. Yeah, dad was Lieutenant Schrank. And that, oh, and then that wow. same week, WPIX out of New York played the film. Wow. And I honestly thought it was about cowboys. West Side Story, <laughs> sure. there's going to be a cowboy show. <laughs> and I remember sitting in Winston Court Apartments with my mom. My parents were separated at the time. She goes, yeah, your dad's going to be in this play and it's going to be on TV tonight. Oh, cool. And it was gangs and it was New York and and my whole entire world changed. And if there's, you know, and I've talked about this all over the world to high school students. And it was a big part of my story when I talked to kids about, you know, my 
downfall with alcohol and other drugs. And I said, you know, there are some things that are happening to you in high school right now that mm-hmm. all I can tell you is that if there's some kind of an urge or some kind of a desire and there's something that's blocking you. In my case, I was getting high too much to really kind of focus on it. But really, you know, you ought to just go for it, no matter what that is. And I talk a little bit about it. Do I regret it? Yeah, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. But did things, you know... But hang on, hang on. Because it brought you here today. Here we are talking about it. Yeah. Dave posted something on social media, I want to say it was yesterday, that I found profoundly moving about everyone has their own timeline. Oh, Uh, yes, I saw that. I loved it. Of when you arrive to do what you're supposed to do or when do you have a second or third or fourth career or when is it, you know, your timeline is your timeline. Right. And I think about, you know, some of the things I'm sure we'll get to today, you know, the different phases of my life, but you know, you, I have to do a plug here now for independent Shakespeare company. My, one of my favorite things about Los Angeles, when I heard that you were taking classes there, I was Mm. like, look at you, you know, you know, you come to it when you come to it. Yeah, you're so right, and and I, I I honestly, folks, do not want to give the impression that it's a it's a regret that's you know a burden or some sort of a weight because for me and for you and you know these these are one of those sort of like songs and experiences musically that attach themselves to us. And, yes. And in high school, were you thinking as much about the political aspects of America in the same way you are now? Of course not. Right. It was like it was like. I mean, it was a big. I thought a we were thing. done with all that stuff. I, oh my god. I thought we got it through. You know. And yeah. now, now it's carrying. It's still. I'm so glad it's still relevant. Yeah. Unfortunately, the circumstances yeah. aren't so great. But exactly. Wow. So, for you in high school, this was a turning point because all of a sudden you went from being the the unnoticed geek. I guess you you called yourself. I kind of felt that way, and and certainly. Um, what was it like at home? Mom, dad, brothers, sisters, pets. Yeah, all of it. Four kids in my family. And you are the... I am. Well, I have an older sister and twin brothers who are just on my heels. Okay, so you're technically the middle. Technically, yeah. yes. But very both uh, scientific and artistic household. My mom's an artist. My dad was a scientist. Wow. And they were really very supportive. Um, you know, they started my sister and myself very early with music training. That was just my mom's belief that that was, you know, really going to be good for us. Indeed, probably the best thing she ever did. It gave me such a platform for pretty much everything in my life. Yeah. When you're growing up in, in, in a household where, you know, you, you recognize, gee, we look different than other people here. There's not a lot of people around that look like us. You just, you just, you take, you take your lumps. You know, people make fun of you or, you know, there's some bullying that goes on. Uh, I don't think my brothers experienced it so much because they had each other, but I, I, I really de- definitely struggled with feeling like I was different. Yeah. And so, yeah, this was a definite turning point for me in as far as people suddenly going, like, I'm, I'm like, I've been here all along. <laughs> but uh, I, it was just a platform to suddenly really step into and own who I was and what do I wanted to do. Do you remember liking the sudden attention? Or was it a little confusing. overwhelming? Yeah. There was some negative attention, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But then you started a band. Then you were in a band, right? Yeah. <laughs> with, with, Sean, with Evan. Sean Burns. Conway. Evan Conway. No, Evan Conway and Danny Allen and, and Lackey. That was Oh, just, that was, was the us. band. Yeah, yeah. What was the that name was of it again? <laughs> Come on. Uh, uh, Evan's um, chosen name. Matinicus Rock. That's what it was. Uh, Matinicus Rock. Was a, you played parties and stuff. Ro- yeah. God, I remember rock. that. He used to go out sailing by, and so he, he insisted we call it Matinicus Rock. We didn't even know what that meant, but... Whatever. And Dana Dana <laughs> Alling is the one that at TC3 yeah. said to me, let's go down to the television radio department to work on our sociology project. We'll videotape it. 
Dana, like talk about another turn. Yeah, he's the now he's now he owns a restaurant in Ithaca. Uh, outside yeah. of Ithaca, yeah, I just yeah. went last, last summer and visited him. Actually, that was really fun. It's tremendous, tremendous. Yes. Wow, old school days. I love old, this. Old wow. school days. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, let's move on to song number two. It's a god awful small affair to the girl with the mousy hair, but her mummy is yelling no. Daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more David Bowie, huh? Her Interrupt your moment, but you definitely went somewhere. Yeah, where are take you? you, Mia? Oh, where man. are you? Where okay, are so you? this number two slot, uh, I'm going to go sort of chron- chronologically from high school moving forward. Then, do, sure. do, right, yeah, to future. This slot could have been filled by I don't know a dozen different David Bowie songs. Um, <laughs> I cannot stress enough what a role he played in my formative years, and I think just touching back on feeling other like an outlier. Yeah. There was something about the way he was so unapologetically himself. Yeah. He made it sort of just okay to let your freak flag fly. You know, he was just somewhere on the spectrum of his sexuality. He just didn't care, you know, whatever. Uh, the way he dressed. It was I mean, like, is it Tuesday? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it didn't matter. He just gave everyone permission. And um, I'm Who not... Who knew that everybody needed that, though? Yes. You yeah, know? There was an er- university... Universal, univer- I can't say the word. Universality. Thank you. University. To it. Uh, to 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 what he presented, and I am not over his passing. Mm. I remember, right, maybe the day we already passed. I got a text from my brother, one of my brothers, and he said, "It feels like a death in the family." Yeah. Like there was something that touches me very very deeply about his music, and and this particular song. And he said he was writing from the perspective of a young girl and her reaction to the media. And if you look, if you look at the lyrics, it's quite surreal what he's saying. Yeah. And I look at my daughter and her generation; they're not they're not going to remember a time before the smartphones and yeah. the internet and the, you know, and the media is just become you know what it is now. Um, but a bully. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> But I find, uh, you know, the the just the production also of this song, uh, the, the complexity with the cellos and the arrangement. You got Trevor Boulder on the bass, and you've got uh, Mick Bronson on the guitar, and Ken Scott producing, and Tony Visconti. You know, it's just it's a little gem, and I just love this song. And like I said, I, I could have put any number of, of of David Bowie songs in here, um, but he's carried me through. My daughter knows his music. Why'd you settle on this one? I mean, is there a particular line or a hook or anything? Well, there was something about knowing that he was writing about the media, and that's on my mind a lot lately. Yeah. So that was kind of your influence. When yeah. You're thinking about your... And um, it is also like, what one do you of mean? My... Can you elaborate on the media? Like, what do you mean you think about the media a lot? Like, 
just how like news it is. or like social media uh, or yes 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 and yes okay <laughs> it's just every you know I'm on this on the whole time just like uh or uh, how am I gonna I have a little business that I've been launching oh I gotta learn how to do the social media for that stuff you know it's just such a different part of our life now that from when we were growing up yeah it's an it's it's a it's an odd appendage that, yeah. that we just didn't really have, and now I'm I can't put mine down. Oh, I know. And we're all sort of media stars to some degree, and having to take our lumps. Yeah. Regardless of what you know level or capacity. So. Yeah, and it's just part of how we're evolving, but it sure does feel like it's happening awfully fast. Mm. So I think it was that. And it is one of my favorite songs of his, and I just I I love the surreal aspect of it, and I I really like the arrangement. It's so complex. It reminds me of some of those Beatles. You know, with the big string, you know, symphonic. I just uh, takes me back to my classical roots, I guess. There you go. That's number two. Do you remember where you were the first time you heard this song? Or when time, you experienced no. David Bowie for the first time? I don't remember. I, I really don't remember. I mean, did you have like a like a record player in your room that you would... We had, we had so much music in our house. Mm-hmm. You know, we were really raised on a lot of both classical and jazz. Cool. And then, you know, my I have a sister five and a half years older than me, so, you know, she was bringing in Earth, Wind, and Fire. Cool. And Elton John and, <laughs> yeah. you know, all this funky stuff and, and, and even, like, you know, Cat Stevens and uh, reggae. I mean, it was our house. There was a lot of music, a, a lot. Yeah. So I can't, I can't pinpoint it. I remember I did have a, a, a boyfriend in high school who was quite into David Bowie, and that probably fueled, fanned the flames yeah. somewhat. But um, Which David in high school? <laughs> he was a year older than us. Who? Hi, Scott. Scott Clayton. Scott Clayton. I don't know. Do you remember? Oh, okay. Was he a jack or was he a no. greaser? Neither. He wasn't a jack or a greaser? No. <laughs> we had those terms. Those were our, you know, you were a jogger or a townie. A townie? Okay. Yeah. 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 A jock jock or a greaser? Yeah. Yeah, I was both. <laughs> I smoked and played sports. <laughs> an outsider, an insider, and an outsider. So both. Oh god, oh, I love it. There you go. Did you have a David Bowie poster in your room? I'm sure I did. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> I had you know, so many posters. Considering, yeah. so considering many posters. That, that 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 this is this is the David Bowie has been you know a pretty interesting topic in this show and 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 kind of mysterious. Can we get the nugget? Can we drop a nugget on this one? Yeah, we can. So he actually came up with this song after he was asked to write English lyrics to a French song. The French song was called Comme d'habitude. Comme d'habitude. Yes. So they bought the rights for that, and then it was rewritten as the song My Way, which Frank Sinatra performed and made famous. And then David Bowie. This sounds like bullshit. I'm sorry. I got to no, call bullshit. And then David Bowie was so inspired. <laughs> no, David Bowie was so inspired by it. If you listen, we can listen to it again. But like okay, listening to the beginning you. of it, it does sound very similar to My Way. And the whole thing was mm-hmm. inspired by Frankie. Frank Sinatra. But My Frank Way? Sinatra it's all never like saying it's on America's tortured brow that Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow. I guarantee <laughs> Frank Sinatra never said those but this words. Is, this is amazing because I, one of my favorite moments with David Bowie is when he was with Bing Crosby doing oh, that. Little Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy. So it, it would stand to read that, that where was his brain? His brain was so yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that really? while the melody of My Way and then his lyrics. Mm. Yeah, it was what all the same chords. Smorgasbord. Yeah, it was kind of like an homage to. Thanks for the nugget. That too. is the nugget.
Even though you don't believe it, she's like, "Bless, BS. <laughs> yes. Bless. If, if anything, we're rigorously honest here at One Two Shuffle. <laughs> All right, shall we move on? Song number three. Number three. Okay. song I happen to be learning in the moment on my bass. Okay. Uh, several years ago, I took up a bass, part of a maybe midnight life crisis. Um, and I'm happy to say I'm having a, too much fun fulfilling a bucket list item, playing bass in a really funky R&B soul uh, Motown band. Cool. Yes. Yeah. What's Very the name of the band? band? Playing Lucky. And you guys are on social media? We are. Okay. It's a P-L-A-Y apostrophe N. Lucky. Cool. <laughs> Find us. You'll see all of our upcoming gigs. Um, yeah. So it was several years ago and I was needing to reshuffle the deck, let's say. Take a hard <laughs> look at what I was doing with my life. And I decided to um, uh, take a break from a 25-year acting career and walk away from an almost, well, walk away is not the right word, but um, exit myself from a almost 20-year marriage. And um, yeah, what came forward is for me as far as, well, what do I, what do, what's going to be meaningful to me? And this is one of the things I was just kind of put it out to the universe. I want to play bass in a band. And it kind of showed up before I was ready for it. Careful what you ask for. One of those. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. But it's just been a really great hobby. I work with really wonderful people. We get to do incredible music, our own arrangements, wow. very funky arrangements of um, songs that we grew up with, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a real source of joy for me, I have to say. What was one of your favorite gigs playing with Playing Lucky? One of my favorite gigs? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, that's really hard to say. 
Is there um, one that just stands out as like? There's not one that stands out. We've all we we um we've had some great ones, but we play some outdoor in my old neighborhood, um, West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. There's a an outdoor harvest festival, and you know there's little kids in their Halloween Halloween costumes, and oh. there's like a barbecue for the neighbors and a baking contest mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And we've been very fortunate to play there several years, and it's just. It's just just joyful. Yeah. It's just so much fun. Yeah. You know, to, to be there and be up close with your audience. And we really like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I, I picked this particular song. Um, how lucky are we that we get to live in a universe that has Stevie Wonder and makes this kind of music. And mm-hmm. um, I feel so fortunate that I get to learn it. And it's a really hard bass line. It's very uh, ambitious. But, you know, I have small hands that are used to the violin. But I'm having a great time. That's amazing. Yeah. How did, wow, you, how congrats, did it come yeah. together, the whole band? You know, actually, it's funny. Uh, through my friend, um, she had, was lobbying hard for me to join. And initially, Bob, who's no longer part of the band, had tried to get me in as, as a violinist. And it was clear that what they really needed was a bass player. And I'm like, well, I sort of timidly yeah. raised my hand. And I was like, I've been studying the bass. And before I knew it, that's what I was doing. And um, through that process, it's been like six years. I've become pretty proficient. Well, how did you know so. these people? Like, were they like friends from showbiz? Yeah. Uh, no, um, Jane uh, was actually my former therapist, and we had done the oh. you know you wait a certain amount of time before you can hang out as friends. So she was the one who brought me in. No and kidding. it was a group that was just sort of starting, and she had been brought in, and so it was just you know kind of like. I Luck. saw you at the cantina a number of years ago. Oh, did you? Two oh, years that's ago. Right. Okay, you right. have a regular thing at the cantina. Yeah, yeah. Every what? Is it every time? Every month. Once a month, you guys yeah, go there. Right wow. Yeah, right near here. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So we've also played a couple other venues regularly around town, and some. What does your daughter think of this? You know, it's funny. I I think she's both <laughs> thinks it's incredibly geeky. But I, think she, I think she also thinks it's kind of cool that her mom plays in a band, and she's a drummer. I've raised her to be a violinist and a drummer, and she wow, cool. she used to um get on stage and play drums with us once in a while, but she hasn't done that in a little while. Is she uh, a junior or senior? Senior. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Tell me about it. She picked a. She going to college or? Oh yeah. That's, we'll hold that for the next song. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't want to jump next, the gun. Next journey. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, so again, never too late no to no. pick up something that you think you might be passionate about, whether it's Shakespeare, whether it's the bass. funky bass. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I am um, really feel very blessed. Very, very blessed. And, you know, it's how I get fulfill my you know i still have quite a strong desire to perform not so much acting right now but that does it for me yeah it really does yeah so there are only three answers the universe has for all of our questions and queries and i've uh, this this has carried me for many years you know because this conversation is about like mm, you know yeah. experience Bigger. rebirth metamorphosis rising phoenix keep going whatever but the only three answers that you will ever get for anything that you want i was told was yes or number two, not now. Or number three, I have something even better, better for, waiting you. for you. Yeah, and that's wow. uh, and, and when I stay in that mindset, you that's know what I mean? lovely. It's yeah. the, when you look back, I cannot. Deny it's never it. even a no. It's just not now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, even not the, now. I got something better. Even for you. the regret we were talking about earlier, you know, yeah, you know yeah. auditioning, just that wasn't yeah. the time. Yeah, you don't want to bomb on stage at this age. <laughs> 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 no, I don't. Yeah, it was, it's all good. It's all yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm straight tripping nice. right now. This yeah. is so nice. And it's such a good song, too, isn't it? Very good. Yeah. Uh, Are we three? That would four? Yeah, song uh, number four. Okay. Here we go. Song number four. Bring it. Yesterday when you were young, everything you needed done was done for you. Oops, tissues already came out. Now you do it on your own, but you find you're all alone. What can you do? You, you and me. Walk on, walk on, walk on. Cause you can't go back now. You know there will be days when you're so tired that you can't take another step. Night will have no stars and you'll think you've gone as far as you will ever get. are an indie folk duo uh-huh. out of Cambridge, Mass. Mm. Just beautiful songwriting, gorgeous, yeah. delicious, not terribly well-known, but they have, a, they have a really solid following. As a matter of fact, I think they're playing the El Rey Theater here in L.A. in no, May. Really? Yeah, May 10th. Oh, that's got to um, happen. This song, I love so many of their songs, but this song brings me to my next adventure, which, you know, my daughter is 17. We're a couple days away from hearing our, her final acceptances or rejections for college. Wow. Yeah. And um, it's flown by. I don't think either one of you have kids. Is that right? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I think I heard Obama recently try to explain what the feeling because he was talking about his daughter going off to college and he was just crying. Yeah. And he's like, it's like having your heart Outside of your body. Yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah, we have, uh, my daughter and I have a very, very close relationship. She's an only child. It's it's definitely um, going to be a big change when she, she goes off in a few months. And I hear this song as a song about growing up. You know, everything you did at one time was done for you. Now you're, you're going on and you, you can't go back. You know, their life. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps on its petty pace. Yeah. Um, and when, well, you didn't get to the bridge, but um, the bridge is beautiful too. It says, do what you want to do, like in your life. Go where you want to go. And when you look back, you'll see me. Like I know I'll always be there for her. I also know my job as a parent is to prepare her to leave. That's my job. Sorry, as I grab my hanky here. <laughs> it's great for ratings, okay, yeah. please. It's, it helps the ratings tremendously when we get emotional. Um, so this is a very, uh, I, I have a hard time getting all the way through this song. Typically when I hear it, I find it very moving. Um, because, there, you know, I'm just so excited for her. I'm Wherever she ends up going, um, whatever school, wherever she goes, um, it's it's just, you know, it's another phase of life. Um, it's also, an, I see this song as a reminder of, of, of time is going, you know, mm. it's, we walk on together as Ram Dass would say, we're just all walking each other home. Mm. Um, and tomorrow's never promised, you know, we don't, we don't ever know what's, what's going to happen. 
Um, and it reminds me to stay grateful and in the moment and present and also aware of um, <clears throat> the next steps. <laughs> wow. Do you remember what it was like? What you were, I mean, when we were 17, that's where she's now. It's like incredible. Yeah, I, I, was, I was on my way to Fort Jackson, South Carolina to do Dang. my first part of basic training. <gasps> 17. And... And I think it's just wild that we grew up in little tiny upstate New yeah. York, Ithaca, New York, and your daughter was born and raised in Los Angeles. Man. I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's what it, that that in and of itself is wild to me. Yeah. Wow, here so we go. And moving on. Mm-hmm. Weepies. The weepies. Yes. Go see them at the El Rey Theater. I think it's May tenth. Forgive me if that's wrong. It's a good song. Forgiven. All right. <laughs> and here we are, full circle to song number five. This is a, a placeholder also. I could have chosen um, Debussy's Cléo de Lune or Saint-Saëns' Introduction Rondo Capricioso for violin. Um, I have a particular fondness for French composers from the mid to late 1800s in particular. I love Debussy. I love Saint-Saëns. This is Saint-Saëns. Uh, and then later, Eric Satie. Um, I feel like they somehow had their finger on the pulse of human longing and knew how to get that across it and when i listen to this it enters me immediately there's no filter it just happens it's like a magic trick and i listen to it and i'm like how, how this is a very simple piece but if you listen to some of the other stuff it's like how did a human compose this <laughs> and how did they distill the sound of heartbreak or the sound right here of a beautiful creature dying or I I, 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 it, 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 I can't find the words it's very moving to me uh-huh. and there's something incredibly eternal about it you know it's lasted all this time I'm sure it'll last longer and so this is when I think about my future like we're all none of us are getting out of here alive <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> We're here for a second. Nobody we all me. return to matter. <laughs> um, but there, there's just something very timeless about that. This piece, as, as well as some of the other ones that I mentioned, um, 
it just really moves me, mm-hmm. restores me. And it doesn't get much better than Yo-Yo Ma playing the swan. <laughs> the swan. Yeah, I, I, Maggie and I have been so blessed, you know, with this show. And it's not it's not unusual for us to like connect with music and and hear new stuff and and really you know get into the experience. It truly does become a shared experience. One example was when somebody brought in some hardcore. Alex brought in some hardcore oh, heavy yeah. metal. Yeah, yeah. And one of his Jesus songs Christ. played a second time. <laughs> and Maggie and I were like, "This one's awesome too." And he goes, "That's song number one again." We, oh. we, 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 we couldn't tell it was a different song. I, I'll never. That's like a gem moment. But you know, right right now, I just I mean. I I am in such a place. I don't think I ever spoke one word to me in high school. I don't know that I I I really don't have any recollection if I even said hi to you. I knew who you were mm-hmm. wow. uh, when when uh, when the rock Matinicus rock Matinicus uh-huh. rock. I was interested. Uh, Kevin Dunn and Bill Elliott had a little band thing going over there with uh, Brendan um, uh, Martin, and um, you know that 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 things were evolving and we were growing and. Um, we we knew of each other and of i knew i knew of your you know your career and that you had gone off and that i was doing it too um in in different ways and that there was something to talk about and i just think it's so amazing that you know we connected just around the time of your divorce mm-hmm. it, it was right so you, yeah, i think it was probably. shortly Might have, near, been around that that's time, what i yeah. recall we were talking about new you know like new right, new chapters right. opening and then it may have been a few days later. I saw you at the thing. Hello, you know your band playing, oh, right. or, or maybe it was maybe it was a year later. I don't know. And uh, I was, I was there, and then I left. You know, I didn't stick around too much longer. This may be either the third or fourth time I've ever talked to me, uh, to me. <laughs> and my and and I guess the point is, like, stick around. You know, it's like life has so many surprises, True. and the one in particular is even though our our friendship is based on sort of a, a history and a, and a commonality, I suppose, would be a way to look at it. Um, I shared with Mia this whole West Side Story thing, like in high school, like, darn it, I wished I would have done that. And yeah. You you gave me a copy <laughs> of a of a, a instrumental, which I still have in my car, you know, because it's the same goddamn car I had when I when we met right. for lunch that one time, which was such a beautiful thing. Oh, and and oh, I'm having shit. such a life-affirming moment right now. And Maggie, mm. you too, like this... The whole Y Tune Shuffle thing. We met on stage, and how life continues to have surprises if you just stick around and stick around and that's stay just where open my head went. With well, this, yeah. this, this yeah. episode of Y Tunes has been so personally empowering for me because it's hard these days. Like, mm. There's like not a lot of good news a lot of the time, and yeah, tomorrow's the big march, and I think this is a great way to kick it off tonight. Uh-huh. So very cool. Yeah, we might have to change gears now, right? <gasps> Let's do it. We do. So that was an incredible <laughs> Fave Five. All of the the nuggets, the Y2 nuggets, I will post okay. on social media. And I can Great. share them with you later if you like. <laughs> but I like this part of the show because David takes over and he plays a little game we like to call uh, band name or bar name. That's right. Band name or bar name is a, <laughs> is a, 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 a bit that I created in, uh, in the Lower East Side of Manhattan years and years ago. And I would read the... Um, you know the, the village, uh, voice? village voice, and Which I is no read, longer. Uh, no longer. That's why I forgot. Uh, I would read the names of of bands, and I would read the name of bars, and oh, I would I ask it. the audience, which "Hey, is which? which is which?" And so we've created for Y Tune Shuffle our own version of bar name or band name. Okay. What and happens if I get it right? 
Well, um, you will be the proud owner of nothing. Okay. There's no prizes, and wrong, no sponsors, and that's wonderful. Getting it wrong is, is just it's, as it's good. A, it's, yeah. a, it's a lose-lose situation. And when we have sponsors and this thing takes its next steps, then maybe we'll have a nice mug. I love or it. Something, a nice, a I tickets. love it. Yeah, well, I think a nice mug or a badge or something. There we go. Um, and the cool <laughs> thing about this is that each one of our guests, prior to their departure on their episode, will give us a place to go for band name or bar name. And uh, Theo Manhattan was our guest last week, uh, and he is from Minnesota. So we decided, and he, he actually chose Cook, Minnesota. So we're going to travel to Cook, Minnesota, and we're going to imagine that we're in Cook, Minnesota, and it is a Friday Minnesota. night. And I'm in Minnesota, and uh, I'm going to say, hey, hey, ladies, uh, who's up for going to Portage tonight for dinner? Portage? To go to Portage, because uh, Old Mooney, Muni, Old Muni is playing tonight. Uh, Should be a good time. Let me know if you're interested. Or I might just as well say, hey, folks. (laughs) Let's go to want to go, go, go to Old Muni and check out Portage. Fuck, oh, be a rocker, man. How do you spell? How do you spell Muni? Muni is M-U and pronounced M-U-N-I. Muni. Oh, old Muni. Old Muni. That could be like an old municipal building that's been turned into a cool bar. What? That's amazing to think that way. Thank I was you. like, Muni is probably a dude. And he's old, uh, and they're like, "Yeah, that guy playing folk guitar up I'm there." I'm saying the old Muni is the bar. Portage is the band. I'm going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you happen to be at 17 South River Street, there is an old building that oh, used wow. to be the municipal wow. building of Cook County. Oh, no. That's been turned into a funky bar. Have you been there? Are you a ringer? What is up? Oh my gosh. And uh, you might just hear Justin Chavarant, Eric Vaught, and Isaac Thomas. They are a math metal band. Stop it. No, I don't know what this is. It's it's sad math emo. They're a sad math emo (laughs) band. I sent them an email and told them to contact me, and they said they'd be back to me in an hour on this automatic reply thing, but they have not. Sad math, um, emo. Is that like the German metal where they're just spouting off cake recipes? If we have a listener- Do you know what I'm talking about? They're doing like equations yeah. for their lyrics. Sad math, emo. That's like, what they describe it. Really sad about it. A squared plus B squared but equals C squared. Slide rule, slide rule, slide rule, slide rule, slide rule. Pythagorean. Oh my god! Now I don't know if this is uh, this was an idea that I had off the top of my head, which always makes Maggie cringe because I'm kind of not funny all the time. Um, but I have the phone number to Old Muni, and I thought maybe we'd call and see what's going on. Would that be something we'd want to do, or and just talk through the speaker? Oh well, I just put it on on, on this and eleven thirty in Minnesota on think- a Thursday they, night. They've got a gig. Old yeah. Muni's the cl- is this is the place. Is, is oh. the place. Yeah. Well, she still thinks it's the band. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably gigging. No, but what do they say? We should I, we should really try to reach out to him. I think at some point. All right. Maybe now. Maybe not. Maybe not now, but in the future. Because I call. I guess a- like I'm like. I'm, it's so new school. Like, what do you say on the phone? You know, like, what do you do? Hi, you're on a podcast. <laughs> do you have anything to say for yourself? Dave right. Waterman. Who? No. <laughs> well, this might be a, a direction we might take this this in. So stay tuned, listeners. That's like that honestly the good, most terrifying would, thing. You know, that would be good if you had the video. Yeah, oh. maybe when we do the video. Yeah. Show. yeah. 
There you go. It was something I thought of because I called them earlier to let them know. And they said, oh, great. Wonderful. That they were going to be on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to reach out and make Well, don't more. lie. Just call them then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just to see what's going on real quick. I'm nervous. What do you say? Well, hang on a second. Now, how come I? All right, we're gonna try this for the. First to me, time. online ordering has become the best thing since sliced bread. So you don't talk to anybody, right? Why would I need to? Let's see, well, this is this is old school. This is. Your call cannot be. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because this oh, motherfucker. Wait a minute. Well, I was, we're, we're going to have to do it another. No, here we go. Okay, we're calling Old Muni the bar that we just played Bar Name of Brandy. Put it. Can you put the speaker next to the? Hey, Justin, this is uh, David Waterman from Los Angeles, California. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, we just uh, did a show out here where we played a game called Bar Name and Band Name. And and uh, Minnesota was uh, the place that we were at, and your uh, your bar, Old Muni, was featured on the uh, program. Are you the owner? No, I'm not. Well, can you, can you tell us what's going on at Old Muni tonight? What time is it? What's the drink special? Who's hanging out? This is David Waterman and Maggie Mayfield from Y Tune Shuffle. We're a podcast at iHeartRadio in Los Angeles, California. And and your bar was featured on a game that we play on this podcast called Bar Name or Band Name. We we ask our guests. Well, we found your bar during one of our shows. What's what's the drink special tonight? Long Island iced tea. And uh, can 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 you? Is there anybody there at the bar that Ask him is who's a, playing? Is there a entertainment? A band? Is there any band playing there tonight? No, not tonight. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. That makes sense to me. Tell me about the name Old Muni. Where did that come from? Well, that's the proof we needed because our guest had guessed that you were actually a bar and not a band. Pegged it right on the dime. She says, that's probably like a municipal thing. And I said, wow, what a ringer. Hey, what's your name again? Well, not the new muni. Naturally, naturally. Well, thank you very much for your time. This is the first time we've ever called anybody that's been part of the game show. All right. You have a good night. All right. So long. That was weird, huh? Yeah. As we were in the middle of it, I was like, we can't use this because we didn't tell him we were recording. It's like super illegal. Like we're not. I have to delete all of that. That was a dry run. We really no. It's good good try. Good practice. Yeah. practice. Good try. Yeah, good yeah. Practice. Now good what practice. do we do? I could plug. A well, now things. now uh, we move into now. This. She's oh. got to. Oh. We've got to, You've got to take us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where? You have to pick. What do you mean? I should take you somewhere. Well, now Mia, it is up to you. Yeah, so that's that right. For... I, I, yeah, I, I really got us befuddled here. <laughs> Where will Where? we go next week with our guest to play band name or bar name? Oh, you get, so you get to, to pick choose. a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Theo Manhattan picked Cook, picked Minnesota. Cook, Minnesota. Yeah. It wasn't just random. Um, like He didn't just say, like, oh, we're going yeah. here. Did he darn. just, he, it wasn't random for him? It was meaningful to him? 
yeah, well, most people will kind most, of think of a place or a time, either you know, somewhere they want to go or, or a favorite been, place or yeah. Yeah, could be anywhere in the world. Um Oh boy. Oh boy. Um <laughs> Let's go to um or name or band name. So it's got to be a big enough town to have a fair number of bands. I believe me. Anywhere. Anywhere. Been, any, any, any place. Municipality, county, country. It doesn't matter. Does huh? not matter. I'll get it. Um, the, the internet. The Ber- internet. Berkeley, California. Berkeley, California. Oh, cool. That's a nice yeah. local California deal. So Berkeley, California will be okay. where we'll travel. That'll be a good one. I'll okay, find some cool. writers. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Awesome. Thank you for playing Bar Name or Band Name brought to you it. by Insert Sponsor here. Mia, thinking very hard, we would love for you to take us back to the memory of your very first concert. Oh, my goodness. Are we talking like rock concert? Are we talking like We're talking about any concert. concert. Because, you know, First I one went comes to, to mind. geeky concerts when I was little, you know. Of course. When I was little. I saw a lot of classical and jazz. But, you know, the concert, Dave, you can probably answer this for me. I was there. You were there. We were there at the same <laughs> no, concert. <yeah>. No, <laughs> no one was so excited. So. Barton yeah. Hall. Barton Hall. Boston. Cornell, yeah. Boston. Yeah, Boston. Oh, and do you remember yeah, when we warmed yeah. up? Come on. No, no, wait a minute. Who warmed up for Before them? Before he was huge. Oh, Before my God, really wait a minute. Um, <clears throat> I have totally repressed this. Well, I'll give you a hint. Later in his career, he yes. joined the band Van Halen following his hit, I Can't Drive 55, Sammy Hagar. Really? Sammy I, Hagar opened uh, up for Boston. Uh, no. Me. You were smoking weed out in the parking lot. I was, but it wasn't weed. No, you were not. You, I think we bought a bag of oregano off of like Henry Doney. Ah, Henry Doney. <laughs> oh, it's all coming out now. Coming Joe back. Scaglione the third, your oh, Ithaca memories. Man. This is one for you. Oh, man. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you guys went to the concert together, or you just happened to be at the same show? Every, this is Ithaca, New York. In Ithaca, every the kid concerts went. that come, yeah, yeah. The concerts that come through, and if it was a big one like Boston, and Boston was such a, I mean, they were huge, of course, huge yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time, you yeah. know. So that was probably my yeah first. Who'd you go with? Oh, a bunch of my names. At the names. Time. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. Come on. I honest. What grade was were we in? Because then I'll know. Eighty three. Were you friends with Karen no. Hansen? You know, I was when we were younger because she lived down the street from me. You lived up over on East on Hill? West Hill. West Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Here's it. Um, it was 83, Boston? No, no. no Boston was 80, 81. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we would have been in ninth grade or in eighth grade. Eighth and ninth grade. And okay. everybody we've so had, had on the show. So I had a posse back then. Everybody we've had on the show virtually that's gone to their first concert went with their parents. Like what? the vast majority of people, Lots like of, my yeah. dad or my mom well, took my me. mom, yeah. Yeah. We didn't oh, have no. that crap. We went by ourselves in seventh, eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, I think it was like eighth grade. Yeah, the wow. weed was. <laughs> oh, loaded. You know what's actually interesting now that you say that? My dad's first concert was with my sister. My sister took my dad to his very first concert. Oh, this is, isn't that cute? Uh, it, this is a late '80s thing that had because my mm. baby sister, my mom took her to Prince. Yeah, <gasps> wow. At, at Carrier Dome. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked. I know I, I didn't want my dad to go with me. Boston. No, I, I, don't, I didn't go to any concerts with my parents. Very first concert. Oh my! God. I'm taking my mom to go see Paul Simon at the fun. Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah, it was her birthday. Like wrapping up his performing, right? I know it was. Um, it was her birthday in February, and then with Mother's Day in May, I was like, "Mom, like, can I just you want to go see Paul Simon?" Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Tis. Well, besides your own band playing Lucky, what was the last concert you went to? 
So not your own. Not mm-hmm. when you were performing. What was the last show you went to? Why am I blanking on this? Um, I'm really into this group called Lake Street Dive. I saw them. Oh twice. my god! Yeah, the amazing. Oh, that's Charlie he- Charlie Hester talked about Charlie. that. Yeah, 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 and they're going to be well, playing the Ford Amphitheater in Amphitheater in what I think April. Oh my god! Don't say that. She'll be here in yeah. April. She'll yeah. die. That's or May. It might have been, maybe it's May. I think it's May actually. Um, that wasn't the last concert I went to though. Um, why am I blanking? Uh, well, that was the most memorable recent one. I saw them twice. I saw them in Santa Barbara, and I saw them at the Wiltern. Awesome. Just amazing. Love it. So Man, I gotta incredible. see this band. I know, I know. Yeah. And just it. in the meantime, go check out some of their YouTube videos. This is the second Fantastic. Come up yeah. And each one of them is a master at what they do. And then they get together, and it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's really That's so cool. Pretty something. Sweet. Yeah. Are you still into going to big shows like- No. <laughs> you like the smaller intimate yeah. venues yeah yeah if it's like i can't hear and my ears hurt and i can't see that well yeah. you know that's too far away and like not so much yeah i'm a big taylor yeah. swift fan and she's coming to the rose bowl in may and like i want to go so bad but at the right. same time I, I mean it's like i'd get nosebleed yeah. seeds and then i yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. see very well I'd just be like what's well i i, I you know could see it on a dvd it's you'd be, you might surprise yourself i mean because Buddy and I got tickets for U2, uh-huh. and, and we went to the Coliseum. Oh, I yeah. Like, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. We were belly to the to the stage. <gasps> oh, and like, wow. Within arm's reach of the entire band. That's the way to do it. Did not regret that one bit. Nope. And that was only a couple years ago. So. Sweet. Yeah, wow. and, and this guy, Billy, he gets tickets for everything because okay. he works for some sort of a law firm over on Wilshire. Cool. God, yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, because I was against it for a while. I was over it, <clears throat> but after that, it was tight. I know what I saw re- more recently than that. What is it? And it's just going to bring us full circle. My bass teacher plays in a amazing David Bowie tribute band. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> What's it called? David Brighton's Space Oddity. And they were playing in North Hollywood at the um, El Portel and went for my birthday in November with wow. a bunch of friends and my daughter. And, um, yeah, incredible. I mean, they just did an incredible job. It was really fun. Nice. Really fun. And, and you know, hearing that music live was just like, wow, man, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is Any the more questions? show. No, I was oh. just going to leave it open to you. If there's anything that um, you want to yeah. talk about, your socials, how can we find you? Sure. Um, so part of me um, can't go back now. Um, <laughs> my daughter going off to college and trying to stave off empty nest syndrome and wondering what the next is going to be for me. Sure. Um, I'm involved in a couple different things. For one, uh, I've been obsessed with vintage jewelry and jewelry parts, in particular watch parts, forever. I wow. collect vintage watches. And I have a small business now. I have an Etsy store. Oh, cool. Called Via Mia Designs. It's all Via one Mia. word. And I make things like this where I repurpose vintage parts that somebody might think is sort of like, what is that? And I turn them into whimsical, wearable art. I've been noticing that necklace the whole episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. This is gorgeous. part of a, um, this was from a pocket watch chain this would go wow. into a, into in the 1800s this would go into a man's vest pocket and then he yep. would, from this chain would hold the pocket watch yep this obviously is a skeleton key from who knows what i think i like imagining like what secret cupboard 
did this open yeah. 100 years ago? Yeah. Like, what treasures did that hold? Yeah. So I make up stories about the things that I make, and I wonder about who owned them in yeah. the past. That's great. And so that's a, a hobby of mine. Um, it's called Via Mia. Via Mia Designs. Okay. All one word. Oh, I have to talk about my partner. So I have the great good fortune of having a wonderful man in my life. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been together for six years. And he used to have um, restaurants around town, um, vegan raw restaurants. Oh, wow. And now he has moved from restauranting to, uh, he's an entrepreneur, and he has a brand called Leaf Cuisine. Sort of like lean cuisine, but these are plant-based. You know, that's the new, that's where everything's moving is plant-based. Um, and these are basically non-dairy or dairy-free spreads and cream cheeses. What? And they are absolutely delicious, affordable, so good for you. Oh, my god! You can gosh. get them at Erewhon, Whole Foods. Um, and this is a company that is really taking off. I'm very, very proud of him and proud of the company. I am affiliated by... And sort of the default bookkeeper at the sure. moment. Sure, <laughs> great. Um, but I have to plug it just because it's uh, something I truly believe in. That's wild. That's uh, it's great. clean eating. It's also paleo and raw and vegan. You don't have to be any of those things to enjoy what tastes like cheese that's got no milk in it, no dairy in it, and there's Sign no preservatives. Yeah. yeah. So go get your dairy-free spreads, leaf cuisine. Those Beautiful. are the things that I want to plug. My my wonderful honey rod rotundi. Is the creator. He's the guy. Yeah. Do you have a Twitter page that you keep up with? People can follow you? He probably does. I I, I don't do Twitter, so I don't know that much about Twitter. But yeah, you can find him all over the interweb. (laughs) Mia, thank you so much. Thank Thank you for sharing your songs. This has been just really intimate and very cool. Very cool. Thank you. I had fun. I didn't know what to expect. You guys were very kind. Mm 